You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app's free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. In today's episode, we're going to look at waiver pickups to consider for next week, uh, dig deep on the waiver wire, uh, some injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays for Friday. So let's start uh, looking at possibilities for next week, and we'll go to two start pitchers. Uh, and I'm not going to give you aces who are going to be up for two starts because I presume you already have those. But we're going to look at guys who are more on the margins. And then first up is Los Angeles Angels uh, starter Griffin Canning. Uh, he's got a home game against Texas and a start at Houston. You know, maybe he gets lucky and it's still a depleted Astros lineup. Uh, Canning in his first two starts this year is a 5.23 RA, 1.16 whip, 12 strikeouts in 10 and a third inning. So the whip and the strikeouts are pretty nice. Obviously, you need better than a 5.23 ERA. And uh, so far in his career, this is kind of consistent for Canning. Maybe the 5.23 ERA is a little high, but uh, generally his, his whip and strikeout numbers have been uh, legit. Uh, it's just a matter of kind of minimizing the runs against. And uh, with favorable matchups against uh, Texas and Houston, uh, there might be some value there. Uh, Washington's Joe Ross, uh, his home game against St. Louis and then pitching at the Mets, uh, in his first two starts, hasn't allowed an earned run yet. Uh, 0.82 whip, nine strikeouts in 11 innings. Uh, it's been a while since Joe Ross has really been uh, interesting for fantasy purposes. Uh, we're probably back about 2016 or so. Uh, you know, the past, say, three or four years, he's uh, he's been running, uh, in, well, I guess three years, and then he didn't pitch last season. And so, yeah, Ross has had an ERA over five. Uh, but uh, if, if maybe he's... Uh, if he's on to something here and, and recapturing what he had in his earliest years with uh, Washington, uh, there might be something uh, worth considering there. Now, uh, the other hand, we've got Tampa Bay's Rich Hill, who uh, has starts at Kansas City and at home against Toronto next week. Uh, but Hill, um, obviously health is an issue. He's 41 years old and, and is not particularly durable. Uh, but in, in like the last five years, he's, he delivers ace, ace caliber numbers when he's on the mound. The whole issue with Hill is that um, he hasn't been able to uh, stay healthy for an extended period of time. And, and then in, in his first three starts this year, there, there have been some inconsistencies. Let's, let's put it that way. He's got a 7.53 RA, a 1.40 whip, 13 strikeouts and 14 in the third innings. And, so, you know, not, none of that uh, lures you into Rich Hill, uh, the the, the question is, is, is it worth kind of giving him those two starts next week uh, to see whether or not he uh, can kind of round into form? Uh, because, yeah, as I said, over the past five years, like his, his ERA is under three. Uh, and, you know, there are not, believe it or not, there aren't a lot of pitchers uh, who, who can give you an ERA under three over that, that time span. Now, the number of games is, is not that high, obviously, because he'll... Uh, is not uh, some guy who rolls out there for 32 or 33 starts a year, but uh, nevertheless, uh, he, he's at least you know worth considering. Strikeout strikeouts will probably still be there. Uh, just a question whether he uh, blows up at all. Uh, now, some other options that have two starts, but uh, we're we're all kind of um, looking at long shots here. Uh, 
and so there's Tyler Anderson of the Pirates, who's off to a, not a bad start uh, in his first couple of, uh, of outings. But, I mean, what are the odds on winning when uh, you're with the Pirates? Uh, not great. Uh, Michael Fulmer, uh, the Tigers. You know, he uh, had a, a tough season last year as he was coming back from Tommy John surgery. Uh, and now he's going to get a shot in, in their rotation. And, you know, it, it would be great. I would love to see Michael Fulmer kind of come back and, and be at least, you know, something resembling what he what he was before he got injured. Uh, but I don't, don't know whether I want to, you know, pin two starts on him for next week. Uh, and then there's Brad Keller, who had a phenomenal season in 2020. Uh, now it was nine starts uh, for him, but he had like a 2.47 ERA and a 1.02 whip. Uh, but you, you looked at those numbers and, and his really low strikeout rate and you're like, well, he, this, this guy's primed to get for regression and is going to f- kind of come back to earth in, in 2021. Well, it, not only has he come back to earth, he's fallen deep into a, a hole in the center of the earth. And so his, his first couple of starts have been disastrous. Um, I, I, and, and I would probably have to wait uh, to see something positive before I wanted to sign up for Brad Keller. Uh, but that's kind of the, the, the case here when you're looking at two-star pitchers who, who might be available out on uh, the waiver wire, uh, the pickings are pretty slim uh, right now. And so the, the, I guess the best ones I've got are Griffin Canning, Joe Ross, and maybe Rich Hill. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So we talked about two, uh, two-star pitchers. Now let's take a look at some other potential waiver ads uh, for next week. And we'll start with Oakland second baseman Jed Lowry, uh, guy in his mid-30s. Uh, so understandably, people weren't rushing out to get him uh, before the season. Uh, not sure you know, what he has left uh, and whether he'd be playing enough. Uh, but uh, the, the advantage he has is that there aren't great options at second base for Oakland. And uh, Lowry, uh, right now hitting 348 with a 977 OPS, has a couple of home runs, scored 10 runs, has 12 RBIs. I don't know that he's going to hit at that level for the, the rest of the season. In fact, I would safely say that he won't. Uh, but uh, if, if you need somebody to give you a little pop in your middle infield uh, and, and who's playing regularly, Lowry is a good option. Uh, Pittsburgh third baseman, Philip Evans, uh, also outfield eligible. And uh, Evans really got his, his opening here when uh, Kid Brian Hayes was uh, injured. Uh, and, you know, the, this is, uh, I guess, turnaround is fair play in some ways that Evans last season uh, got off to a decent start, then had a concussion that basically ruined the rest of uh, his 2020 campaign. Well, 
now he's kind of getting an opportunity to play because of the injury to Brian Hayes, and Evans is making the most of it, hitting 342 uh, with a 1076 OPS. He's got uh, three home runs, scored eight runs, only has five RBIs, but uh, I think what, what he's showing here is that the, the, the Pirates are going to have to have a spot for him when Brian Hayes uh, returns. And, you know, right field is a possibility. Uh, he's played some there as well. Uh, but uh, if... Uh, if Kibrian Hayes comes back, uh, the Pirates can't just take Philip Evans and put him back on the bench. He needs to uh, ha- have a regular spot in this lineup as long as he's hitting like this, for sure. Uh, Oakland closer, Lou Trevino, uh, seems to have pulled ahead of uh, Jake Diekman uh, as the, the most likely uh, one to close while Trevor Rosenthal is out. With Rosenthal out for uh, what could be a long time, uh, then Trevino uh, ha- has even more appeal. And he- he's pitched eight and two-thirds innings so far this season, has nine strikeouts, uh, a 1.04 ERA and 0.69 whip. Uh, all those numbers sound great. Uh, and so kind of see what happens here with, with Lou Trevino, but he's getting the shot uh, to close in Oakland. Uh, across the bay, uh, starting pitcher Anthony DiSclefani, who his first couple starts has 0.82 ERA, 1.27 whip, 12 strikeouts in 11 innings. He had such a, a miserable season in 2020, an ERA over seven. Uh, but, you know, the, the, you couldn't look at that season and say, well, that, that's probably who Anthony DiSclefani is in a full major league season. He's probably probably better than that. Uh, and so the fact that he's bouncing back a little is probably reasonable to expect. At the same time, he's obviously not going to hang on to a 0.82 ERA all year either. Uh, so there's uh, some ups and downs, uh, and, and hopefully DiSclefani can kind of settle uh, in, in somewhere where he still has fantasy value. Uh, about L.A. second baseman and outfielder Zach McKinstry, uh, who is like a 33rd round pick, uh, but he's climbed his way up uh, the ladder and in 2019, when he was in AA and AAA, he hit 300, had an 882 OPS and 19 home runs. So, okay, uh, that's a pretty good prospect. Uh, and, you know, given the opportunity to play here early for the Dodgers, uh, McKinstry hitting 297 with a 974 OPS, three home runs, 11 RBIs, six runs scored. Well, uh, he, this is, uh, again, a case of a guy who's kind of getting his chance and he's producing. Well, then you kind of have to find a, a spot for him to play. Uh, the Dodgers, you know, they're, they're fortunate here. They've got... Uh, you know, one McKinstry can play multiple spots, but they have some injuries, uh, and that, that helps. Uh, but if he can use to hit like this, uh, it, it won't require injuries uh, to keep McKinstry in the lineup. He's uh, that making an instant impact here for the Dodgers. Uh, Reds catcher Tucker Barnhart off to a great start, uh, and it, really, if you can find a catcher who can actually hit, uh, you, you need to keep that in mind. And, and Barnhart, he only has one home run so far, but he's hitting three seventy. Um, Seven RBI, six runs scored, has a 1043 OPS. And now usually Barnhart has a pretty decent on base percentage uh, and, and obviously does this year as well. But uh, he's, he's less likely to hang on to that 370 batting average uh, in the long run. But uh, if, you, if you need a, a catcher who, who can at least uh, give you an adequate uh, bat, then Barnhart is available. Uh, Miami, uh, second baseman and shortstop eligible, Jazz Chisholm uh, is, you know, not, not only is he super styling, uh, but... Uh, he's hitting 258, which is whatever. Has a 998 OPS. That's not whatever. That's pretty great. A uh, couple of home runs, three stolen bases, five runs, five RBIs. Uh, may as well get in while the getting's good, uh, because if, if this goes on for another week or two, uh, Chisholm will be rostered just about everywhere. Uh, and one more uh, Arizona outfielder, Tim LaCastro. Uh, I mentioned him on Digging Deep uh, the other day. 
because if you need stolen bases, there's your guy. Uh, in Arizona, he's getting a chance to uh, play while Cattell Marte is out. And LeCastro is hitting 261 with a 672 OPS. He's not going to uh, wow you with his bat, but he's three for three in, in stolen bases this year, 29 for 29 in his career. Uh, if you need steals, uh, there's, there's your answer right there. Now, every episode, I will mention one player who uh, is available in or who is rostered in uh, 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues. Uh, and maybe you need to rush out to the waiver wire to get them, or uh, maybe it's just kind of put them on your radar and uh, you know keep, keep an eye on when it's time to pounce. Uh, but today, we're going to go with San Diego Padres pitcher Ryan Weathers, seventh pick in the 2018 draft. Uh, pretty talented left-handed pitcher uh, who's going to get his chance uh, to start for the Padres uh, tonight against the Dodgers. Uh, it's a pretty nice way to make your major league debut against, against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, anyway, uh, Weathers has been impressive uh, out of the bullpen this season. He's struck out seven, allowing two hits and two walks in six innings of work. So uh, let's uh, with some injuries in, in that rotation, uh, why not give him a look? Uh, and now, given how young Weathers is, I mean, he's 21 years old, uh, and the fact that he didn't pitch... Uh, last season, it's kind of safe to assume that uh, he's not going to hold down a spot in the San Diego rotation uh, for the rest of the season, but see how he fares against the Dodgers and what uh, that might mean for uh, his long-term value uh, over the rest of the 2021 season. Uh, Weathers is currently rostered in 5% of Yahoo leagues. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites, peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. But they have bars that are covered in 100% chocolate, and they are high protein, and low calorie, low sugar, low carbs. Uh, and, you know, I, uh, I've had to resort to an outdoor boot camp just to get some exercise, uh, but I leaned right into it with Built Bar. It's part of my post-workout routine, and it's give, uh, I've had some success with it. It gives my muscles the protein boost they need. Uh, so go to BuiltBar.com. Uh, use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football and college basketball are over. The NBA and NHL are in full swing and Major League Baseball is here. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast in which I am going to use data and two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer strategies and waiver wire pickups that will help lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Now, before we get into the uh, Friday schedule on betonline.ag, a few injury updates. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays third baseman Kevin Biggio out with a hand injury. Uh, don't know how uh, how serious that is. Uh, Joe Panic came in uh, for him the other night, uh, but he, he's a, an important enough player that uh, the Blue Jays ha- have to hope that that's not a long-term thing. Uh, Blue Jays also, uh, reliever Jordan Romano, is on the 10-day injured list with an elbow injury, and that's kind of a big deal uh, with Kirby Yates uh, already out. It looked like Romano might have a chance to uh, be the closer, and now they uh, they turn it over to Julian Merriweather uh, first, but I was still kind of harboring hopes there that it could be uh, Romano's job, but apparently not, at least not for the time being. Uh, Atlanta Braves starter Drew Smiley is on the 10-day injured list with forearm inflammation, and that's that's always bad news. 
Uh, you hope that it stays on the forearm, but forearm often leads to elbow, often leads to Dr. James Andrews, but we'll see. Uh, Los Angeles second baseman, uh, Gavin Lux, day-to-day with a wrist injury, and this goes back to our, our commentary there on Zach McKinstry. Well, if Gavin Lux is, is missing some time, uh, that opens up more off- opportunity for McKinstry uh, to keep playing for the Dodgers. So now let's take a look uh, at a few matchups uh, for Friday on betonline.ag. Uh, and first, like the San Francisco Giants with Anthony DiSclefani on the mound. As I said, DiSclefani's uh, off to a really nice start this season. Minus 127 at, at Miami and Daniel Castano. Uh, not that there's uh, a huge uh, advantage to be had here, but uh, I'd like to see if DiSclefani could continue uh, what he's done in his first couple of starts. Uh, maybe the pitching matchup of the night, uh, as sad as this might sound, is Toronto's uh, Stephen Matz, minus 114 at Kansas City's Mike Miner. Can, can you believe if you had told somebody in 2020 that the pitching matchup of the night is going to be Stephen Matz against Mike Miner, two guys who had awful, awful seasons last year. Uh, but Matz has been all right in his first couple of starts for Toronto, uh, and that that alone, along with uh, figuring that the Jays have a bit of an advantage offensively, uh, might make him worth, worth a pick there. Uh, Los Angeles Angels um, with Andrew Heaney uh, the, on the mound against Minnesota. Heaney minus 119. Uh, Minnesota's got Lewis Thorpe on the mound, and uh, as much as Heaney is you know, maddening and frustrating and inconsistent and often injured, uh, he can miss bats, and so that gives him kind of a leg up here on Thorpe, uh, who is, is not really proven and established as a legit major league starter yet. Uh, and then if you want an underdog, uh, maybe Detroit uh, with Jose Urena, who <laughs> this is not a, in, in a vote in favor of Urena in any way, uh, but he's plus one, 175 at Oakland and Frankie Montes, and uh, as I've said for a while now, I'm, I'm sort of distrustful of Frankie Montes because we haven't seen any good results from him since he came back from his PED suspension. Uh, until And until that happens, uh, maybe there's some value to be had on the other side. And at plus 175, uh, Detroit could be uh, an interesting underdog there. So thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Let's uh, go grab some DFS value plays for Friday. And we'll start out with Angel starter Andrew Heaney. He's $6,800 against Minnesota. And certainly Minnesota's got a good lineup and, uh, and that's going to present a challenge. Uh, but Heaney can miss bats, and if you know he manages to get five or six innings in, uh, he might also get you nine or ten strikeouts. Uh, now, Detroit catcher Wilson Ramos, who's been maybe the, one of the most productive catchers in baseball so far, has six home runs. He's $3,900 uh, at Oakland and Frankie Montes. Uh, Seattle second baseman Ty France, $3,400 against Houston and Jose Urquidy. France is off to a decent start uh, for the Mariners. Uh, back to Detroit, third baseman Jimer Candelario is $3,800 uh, at Oakland. Candelario, kind of continuing where he uh, left off last season, where he kind of broke through offensively. He had, uh, his first few years uh, in the majors were, were pretty rough, but last season, although a shortened season, it looked like he might have made some progress, uh, and he's off to an all right start this year as well. Uh, Miami, uh, second base and shortstop eligible, Jazz Chisholm, as I mentioned, uh, off to a really nice start uh, for the Marlins, and he's just $3,900 against uh, Di Sclafani. Uh, and Seattle right fielder Mitch Hanniger off to a, uh, a really productive uh, start to the season. He's $3,200 against Houston and Jose Urquidy. Uh, and Pittsburgh third baseman and outfielder Philip Evans, uh, as I mentioned on him for the waiver wire, he's also just $3,600 uh, at Milwaukee and Adrian Hauser. Uh, and oh, one more just for uh, consistency sake with guys who, who you might want to add on the waiver wire next week. Uh, look to LA uh, second baseman and outfield eligible Zach McKinstry. He's $3,400. Uh, against the Padres and uh, any you know you're not you're not going to fill out your whole lineup with all of these guys but if you pick one or two of them it allows you to uh, to spend big uh, elsewhere and so that will do it for this week 
Um, I'll be back uh, on Monday, and uh, we'll we'll start. To, we're starting to get uh, a decent sample of games here, where we can do some real analysis. Um, so, also check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey as we head down the stretch run uh, towards fantasy hockey playoffs. Uh, find these podcasts, subscribe, drop in a five star rating on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.